hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and I'm not going to lie. This time of the year feels a little odd for me this year. Uh, As every year since 2010 until now, I was gearing up for a summer of camping and time off and time away, uh, rejuvenation, no schedule to keep. And I'll say this as we start here. I absolutely love what I do now. I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, But the last two weeks, my mind has been on you teachers out there as you wrap up the school year, Uh, mainly because I've, I've been there. Uh, You start the year in August and the grind begins and it all comes to this point in May or June uh, where you can finally breathe a little, a break from tests and dealing with kids and grading papers. And it's these two months off here that you teachers out there absolutely deserve uh, because every single day you pour your hearts into our future. And yet... I know from experience that some of you won't take much time off. You are already planning for next year and tweaking lessons. You're attending trainings over the summer. Uh, You men and women that coach are there all summer, improving your facilities or training with your athletes and continuing in one way or another to pour into our future. And to that, I want to say thank you. Uh, To you guys that listen and are teachers, thank you for what you do and for all your hard work with our kids this year. And with that, what I'll also say is that at times, it can feel like the most thankless job in the world. As important of a job as it is, I know that at times it can be absolutely brutal and miserable, but you ask a teacher... If it's worth it all, and I guarantee you that they will say, yes, it's it's worth it. It's worth it to be a part of a student's growth, to be a part of their successes, to be with them through their failures, uh, to know or to have a former student come back and say, you made a difference in my life. It, it just makes it all worth it. So as this year is a little different for me, Uh, I started to think back on all the great teachers and coaches that I personally had that poured into me. And as you think back on all the great teachers or coaches you had that made a difference in your life that in a way made you who you are today, what was it? Uh, What was it about that teacher that had such an impact For your 44 today, I want to talk through some of those things that I believe make a great teacher from my experiences as both a student and then as a teacher and a coach for the years that I was. And which in turn, I I think that what you should see are that these qualities that make up the great ones that take on this profession of teaching and being in education are all qualities that we should all be working on or working towards and our Christian walk to spread the gospel and to spread the good news. So the first of those qualities is consistency. 
you see, although I didn't believe it when I was a kid, teachers are humans too. And as silly as that sounds, and maybe it was just me, but do you remember when you saw your teacher out in public for the first time? I remember being young and thinking, wait, um, I I thought they just all lived at school and woke up and were there ready to welcome all us kids to school like they were robots or something. But uh, you see, the mark of a great teacher is that through the human element and life in general, a great teacher is able to maintain consistency with their students no matter what is happening outside of the classroom. They have bad days and tough days and bad stuff that happens in their life just like everyone else. And yet, it's that teacher that every single day maintains consistency, which in turn establishes stability for a room full of kids. No matter what is happening in that teacher's life, those kids know who they're going to get every day. It's not a roller coaster. It's not hot and cold. It's consistent. And where there's consistency, there's also stability. And the same, I believe, should be true of all of us. You want to make a difference in someone's life? Be consistent in who you are and what you're doing. It's interesting. Paul writes to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and he says, Be steadfast, be immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. You see, a part of that verse is that word always, that that there's consistency and consistency being key. Great teachers that are steadfast and immovable and always abounding in their work know that as they labor and toil through impacting our future, that it won't be in vain and that it will make a difference. And so let me ask, can the same be true of us as Christians as we consider the work of the Lord? Are you steadfast? Are you immovable? Are you always abounding in the work of the Lord? Is there consistency there? Or... Are you a roller coaster? Are you a hot and cold follower of Christ? I want to urge you through a lesson from our great teachers, be consistent. Secondly, I would say that patience is a quality that is a must. Man, real tough one here for our teachers. And I know those of you that are teachers and are listening are kind of laughing because you know that every single day your patience is tested in one way or another by one kid or two or the whole class or maybe not by the kids, but by administration or a co-teacher. But as you think back on the teachers you had that were great and made a difference, I can almost guarantee you that all of us would say one of the qualities that they had that made them great was their patience. Was it perfect all the time? Was it perfect patience? No, but they were patient. Why? Well, again, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, a place we often go to read about what love is, Paul says love is patient. And great teachers are patient people because they love those whom they're teaching. You ever had a teacher with zero patience? I mean, I I can think of a few, and those weren't always classrooms I enjoyed being in. Always on edge, 
tempers flared. It was like right when you walked in, no matter what, the fire was already started. You could you could feel the heat. The best teachers are not that way because they know that patience is key to effectively teaching and loving and creating an environment for growth and learning. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 18 uh, reads that patience brings peace. And, and I don't know about you, but any environment I'm in, I like some peace. And as Christians, we're called to be different. We're called to be salt and to be light and to be like a great teacher and put on and practice much patience. Why? Because love, which is everything a Christian is supposed to embody, love is patient. And patience brings about peace. I could go on and on here, and I'll give you one last one. Uh, the last quality I thought of as uh, of a great teacher is that they work. Uh, they teach. They don't sit behind a desk. Uh, all the great teachers I can think of in my days uh, in school worked tirelessly. But you know the ones that you could point to and say, man, they weren't very good, or might have been other things that made you say that, but for me, it was always that they just didn't teach anything. They didn't work. They were lazy. They sat behind their desk and played a movie or sat at their desk and gave busy work uh, instead of actually teaching. Now, I know in the moment as a student, when I was sitting in the classroom, I loved those kinds of teachers because I didn't have to do much work. But looking back, man, not good. You see, great teachers work, tirelessly work. They get after it from bell to bell for 180 days a year that kids show up. They pour into those students as much as they possibly can. And Proverbs chapter 14, verse 23 tells us that there is profit in hard work. You see, you teachers out there that work hard every day, there's this guarantee that there was or that there will be a profit. Maybe all the kids didn't get everything you taught, but you worked hard and you gave them everything you could. And as you think back on the school year, if you did that, I'm sure you can say that there was much good that came of all your hard work. But with that, I, I know from being a teacher that there are these really hard gaps throughout the year where it's just really tough to maintain consistency in working hard. It's hard to continue and it gets tiresome and you get weary. In Galatians chapter 6, I, I love as it says, let us not become weary in our doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. You see, a great teacher, even when they're hitting one of those spots throughout the year where they grow weary, like close to spring break or close to Christmas or close to the end of the year, no matter what that lull is and times get hard, they work. They get after it. And as Christians, man, what a lesson for us as we see through our teachers that we should be that way too, that there's no quit in us, that no matter the time of year, whatever is going on around us, there is no throwing in the towel. There's steady, 
consistent hard work that's being done no matter what. And I know you teachers that did this, you are reaping the harvest by seeing test scores or seeing growth with your students or maybe just hearing a kid say thank you. And as Christians, the reaping of the harvest is making a difference in someone's life, teaching them the gospel through the way that you live your life or what you say, or actually opening God's word and study, tirelessly working hard no matter what, knowing that one day what we get to look forward to is not two months worth of rest from our work, but eternal rest for our souls. As we close here today, teachers out there that are listening, seriously, uh, thank you guys for all you do and for choosing to wake up every day and pour into our future. You guys deserve way more praise and thank yous than what you normally get. I hope that you'll rest up this summer and get your mind right to do it all over again next school year. As always, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys. Now, go eat.